Hello and welcome to the England B Team podcast, a football podcast brought to you by an Englishman who wasn't good enough to make it as a professional footballer. And an Irishman who wasn't good enough to play for England. There we are. My name's Joe and this is my co-host Gareth and we're back here to talk about all things football. We are back. We're back. It's what a long been, time it's been. It's been a while. I mean, we had the episode out at the beginning of November, but actually Someone was out, yeah. but actually recording... <laughs> A wee bit before that, I yeah. I think it's been, a, it's been a couple of months. It has been, yeah. Well, we've, we've been globetrotting, and then true. we've been dealing with our newfound fame on TikTok as well. True, you know. So we're that, kind of we a big team now. One video on TikTok, and the same one on Instagram. They both got about 40k views each. That's mad. Really yeah. good, you know. Yeah. Do you reckon there's 40k people watching now? Yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. Well, good to see you all. Yes, it's really good to be back. It um, is, yeah. Why don't you tell everybody what we've got planned for today, then? Yeah, I'd say... Get into we're the back end. for, I guess you could call it a, a special episode, because it's actually our 10th episode. Yeah. It took us a while to get here, but I mean, it's because we've had a very busy schedule. Yeah. Um, but because it's the 10th episode, we wanted to do a few things to keep it interesting. So... 10 episodes, man. We wanted to t- today to get our us- uh, users, listeners involved. Yeah. We've well. got some stuff that they're getting involved in. Nothing too groundbreaking, but you know, we'll see as time goes on. Well, it's still nice to build a community course, around this course, podcast as well, which and is something that I'm very we, excited about doing. Now that we've got enough listeners, we can build a community. Of course, yeah. One day we'll get our Austrian Austrian fans on. Um, but He's no. still number one in Austria. I haven't checked that in a while. I actually, I haven't checked the numbers in a while. I, I should no, have got an update now. I'm actually a full update. We'll have to get um, that. The Spotify um, rap looked okay, though. Yeah. We got to quite a few um, countries in Spotify rap, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we will get around to that, yeah. And on Twitter as well. Um, so yeah, this episode we're getting our, our fans, listeners, whatever you want to call it, involved. Yeah. So we're diving into a topic. We're not sure on the title yet. One thing that I had in mind was football moments that changed our lives. Yeah. Sounds quite deep. Well, it is. Iconic football moments, football moments that... It is deep. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, and I think nice. it's a very personal touch to bring to the 10th episode as of course, well. Of course, of um, course. I've got a really strong... So genuinely, we don't know what each other's going to say here. No. I don't know what Joe's got planned for his personal moment or what moments he's dug up. And he yes. doesn't know what I've got planned. I have got a really strong feeling that we have very different ideas in mind what the task was here. But it's okay. Like, we're here, like... I think mean, it's one of the best things about a podcast is that we're really good friends. We support the same teams. We love football. But we come from things a lot of the time at a different angle. Yeah, that's sort of, yeah. Angle, I think. It's a very positive way of looking at it. Um, like, you've probably seen through the episodes, Gareth is really good at the anecdotes, these, like, fun facts, whereas I may be more boring history I've... football facts. But the combination... So he knows about football. <laughs> yeah. No, we both do. But it's a combination of the two. I think that's what made our video popular. There was TikTok and Instagram one. Oh, it did get popular, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um... We're, going to, we're not going to talk about the controversy surrounding certainly. No, of course. But, but can, I will say, you can tell that on the social media accounts, Joe runs them because I'm not allowed to run them. Because <laughs> It's true. Man, if, if any of you guys are watching from that video that bad mouth Bayer Leverkusen, <laughs> if I had control of that TikTok Hold him account, back, hold him back. <laughs> I would have, I, nah, I would have had us cancelled. I was, oh, look, I look, was that's why dying to get into them. You only see the professionalism from me on the, uh, yeah. On the social media. Yeah, you only get e- my every side. Every now and yeah. then I give Gareth the password and then straight away I change the password. <laughs> I only get to have my opinions when we're like 11 it. minutes deep into an episode uh, and someone has to find it. He has the parental control. <laughs> level 9 or whatever it is. I actually genuinely do. <laughs> um, but anyway, like before we start diving into this episode, I think we should probably say thanks for support this year. Hugely, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've been going for... Not even half a year. Yeah, I think a bit less than half the year. I think five months ago, our first episode came out. Yeah, yeah. and you know, we I think we've seen some 
pretty steady growth. We've recently got over 800 followers on Instagram, which is pretty That's nice. That's huge. TikTok's got over 650. Well, yeah. I think we've got back nearly 50 subscribers. Yeah. Um, Some of the YouTube podcast videos have got over a couple of hundred views each, yep. um, which obviously, well, not obviously, but YouTube is famously the least popular format for podcasts. Yeah. So when we get good numbers on YouTube, I'm very happy. Yes, of course. Um, but we like the video, you know, because we can create clips from that. And I think it's also... Yeah. Yeah, interesting for the fans to see our beautiful faces. I'd say we're hot as well. Of so, course, yeah. of course. Of of candy. Candy. <laughs> so um, yeah, well, thank you guys for anyone who has genuinely yeah. listened. It means the world, especially anyone who's actually listened to an entire episode. Yes, still can't believe people have actually done that. Um, so so it is incredibly appreciated. So this this tenth episode is for you. Yeah, and we've got you involved. A few of you have got involved. A few people from from my side. A few people from Gareth's side. Yeah. Um. So like I said. Should we dive in? Yeah, best. So football moments. That... Right before we start, then can I ask you what you understood from the task? So, <laughs> what did you think me, the homework was? It was thinking of <laughs> one of the most iconic football moments in my life for you personally, or iconic and it affected you, or both. For me, for mine, it's probably a bit of both. Okay, um, but I've just talked. We're talking about that moment. What I remember from that moment, of okay. course, the actual occasion of that football match. Mm-hmm. Um, but also where I was, what was happening at the time, how it impacted people around me. Yeah. So maybe I'll start with mine. And I wanna, before yeah. you do yours, yeah. you can kind of explain what you understood from the task. Yeah, we can pause this and I can go and do my homework then. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> right, fine. Right, go. Head it's us up fine. here. Mama. What is the most... All right. What's the what's the name of the sorry? What's the name of this episode where we going with the most football important moments football, moments? Cha- football moments that changed our lives? Yeah. Let's changed. keep it deep. You know? So which football moment has changed your life the most? So... Mine's probably a very popular choice for Chelsea fans, let's say. Can you guess what it is? 2002 pretty... FA Cup final, Ray Parner. Of course, you know, that was, <laughs> I remember that when I was uh, six years old. A horrible, horrible moment. Changed my life, you know. Yeah, that's it. Never um, been the same man since. Both are being serious now. I genuinely, I think I know what you're going to pick. Of course. It's There's the, one of two, isn't there? It's but... the first Champions League title. Yeah. Um, of course, yeah. I think for most Chelsea fans, young or old, it was... A crazy 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 to win the Champions League I think for me personally yeah. I don't know it's because I like the European side but for me win the Champions League is the best of them all I think so too as well yeah like, Champions League special yeah just something about it especially the just like special, yeah. the final at night you know and uh, yeah, yeah for me it was definitely this moment what age are you when the 2012 Champions League final you 20 no you were about 16 weren't you 16 yeah just turned 16 um, yeah I'll dive into that bit about me at that time yeah that's um, what I want to hear yeah. but of course the occasion itself we were the, the underdogs we were coming off the back of a pretty poor season we finished 6th in the league yeah and we were facing yeah the best team in Europe in their own stadium in their own country um, yeah. and the game I don't think the game itself was that exciting it was pretty much just attack by Munich attack by Munich attack by Munich attack a few, yeah. a few moments. That's for, all I remember. A few moments for Chelsea. A little bit of luck, we can say. A little bit of luck, Ooh. and then just Drogba being Drogba, iconic. Yeah, yeah. Drogba, <laughs> Drogba being Drogba, Drogba. and um, yeah. So from from that moment, um, I remember. It, I remember the whole run itself really well. Like uh, I remember the games against like Benfica, of course. Napoli the game, game man. Napoli. Yeah, I, I can mention that one. But yeah, the game against Barcelona, which I'll touch on a little bit as well. Um, yeah. but yeah so I was 16 it was around my last weeks last weeks of school before study leave before okay. starting our GCSEs yeah, yeah. We, that's what we have in the UK um, so it's your exams when you turn 16 um, or in your 11th year of school let's call it that it's easier 
Um, and yeah, so the final itself was the day after our last day of school party. Um, what a day. Of course, we were not drinking that party. We were 16. Yeah, we were gone. <laughs> we were Paris for thought. Stone, stone cold sober. Didn't you know, touch a drive until I was 18. But let's just say the next day after this party, of course, we were super hungover. I think for not hungover, part, you mean too much sugar, too many sweeties. Of course, too much yeah. Coca Cola yeah. and Fanta <laughs> and everything. And we also, we slept in um, a forest as well after the party. Freezing so, cold. Yeah. Too much energy. Yeah, really, too much it like, excitement. It was a party and a camp out. Um, but yeah, I remember the day, the day really well. Um, and yeah, I was watching the game, sugar hungover at my friend's <laughs> house with a couple of other Chelsea fans. Um, you have Chelsea fans as friends yeah man that's the benefit of growing up in London I had no Chelsea mates just outside London but yeah, yeah lot, but most were Arsenal or United actually okay but then a good few so you could go Chelsea. to a house with other Chelsea fans was yeah. it only Chelsea fans there was no one no, there no there was a few others okay yeah, like, um, I can't, it was like five or six of us okay um, so you go to this guy's or this person's house what time are you heading at what's the plan how he's all feeding are you excited are you up for it man the day of the I Champions League finals I can't remember I can't remember too much. Obviously, I was 16, so my mum drove me to the house. <laughs> but one thing I really remember from the game was on three of the penalties that Bayern Munich took, mm-hmm. I knocked on the TV and they missed Ooh, two of them. Good one to do. They yeah. missed two of them. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, Have you kept that superstition since? Yeah, it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> it, was just in yeah. that, it was just in that one moment. Um, so for me, yeah, that was a really iconic moment as well. I just want to touch on as well. Of course, there was the... Uh, the Chelsea Barcelona game, the Torres goal. Gary I remember, Neville. I remember. Love that. I remember watching that game, and I think once, uh, who scored the second goal? Iniesta scored the second goal. I think I was. Mm-hmm. I think I was crying. I was like, like, man, like this. This can't be over. Like we did so well in the first leg, and of course, John Terry got his red card. And oh, then I really remember man. though, Ramirez once, as well. That Ramirez's goal. goal was unbelievable. Um, but I remember when Torres scored his. Uh, his goal I remember running outside running down the street like screaming <laughs> celebrating that the sugar again <laughs> of course on the sugar you know yeah it was a really uh, big sugar day for our family um, <laughs> but yeah that's of course something as well but I think the most important for me moment for me um, within this whole uh, yeah this mm. whole game this whole season was the fact that my granddad when he was 75 was in Munich which is incredible um, yeah in the stadium um, so yeah he supported Chelsea since he was a kid, um, his dad, so my great granddad also yeah. supported Chelsea. He was born in 1912, my great granddad. So, yeah, very. Yeah. So, he was Chelsea. My granddad was Chelsea. My mum's Chelsea. Man, he's going back far enough that he nearly saw Chelsea getting founded. Yeah. Chelsea only founded in I don't know about my great great granddad. Yeah, but still, that's but, what I mean. Yeah, you're yeah. great. Yeah. Um, yeah so your, but, your family go back pretty much to the yards into Chelsea. Yeah. That's yeah, class. And yeah, this was his, his jacket. I don't know if he wore it. Um, that's why I'm wearing a jacket inside, just yeah. to let you know. But I don't it know also if... is freezing, to be fair. Yeah, but... it is. Germany is cold at the moment. Um, so yeah, I don't know if he wore it. Um, okay. For that to game. that final, okay. He, he could have done. There must be a picture knocking. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was. Was like, the game would have ended around eleven-ish. It was May in Germany. It doesn't been always nippy. be, yeah, be, been nippy be super hot. Um, but of course, that was a dream for him. He was yeah. watching his boyhood club win the Champions League final. Yeah, I say watching it. Um, he actually turned around for the whole penalty shootout. Oh, really? He's one of those ones. He yeah. couldn't watch it. He couldn't watch it. Bless him. I don't um, think he's the only one, though, does he? Hmm? I don't think he'd be the only one. No, of them. I don't. I know. If you ever see the videos of it, you can see a lot of the Chelsea yeah. fans turn their back. I couldn't watch them either, to be fair. Yeah, um, I would have loved to to been there with him, but he. I remember him telling me, and my brother. Um, yeah, so like I remember, like 
it was just I don't think he could even describe it because it was just so like crazy it's inc- like, I, I, it was I, just yeah. like a once in a lifetime thing that's it. until the year later he went to the Europa League final in Amsterdam as well yeah um, <laughs> yeah which is also a great final yeah yes and as well so unfortunately he passed in 2021 but yeah. he was also there to watch the Champions League final 2021 not in the stadium but he but watched yeah. it with my brother yeah so he got to me, yeah. witness two Champions Leagues in his lifetime which I think something he probably could never imagine especially because Chelsea had some pretty absolutely not pretty, yeah. like Chelsea haven't been that successful as well did he ever say what his favourite Chelsea moment was before the Champions League final or before the Abramovich era did he ever have a he highlight? mentioned the 1955 um, ah, league, the winning, league title. winning title wow yeah okay. his uh, favourite player was Roy Bentley growing up well, so he was oh, pretty, pretty okay. iconic so I think my, my granddad would have been about 18, 19 then. He was born in cool. born in 37. Um, so yeah, we won it in 55. And he was going to games and all back then as yeah. well. Man. Yeah, he used to go with his, his dad play play a lot. He said as well, he'd go in the like the uh, away ends at like other London teams yeah. sometimes and have to keep super quiet because yeah. Yeah. especially like 60s, 70s football hooliganism was... Uh, yeah, but he's seen it all with yeah. Chelsea as well. He that like, I suppose you see 55 and then there was a lot of... The 60s was not a great time for yeah, Chelsea. 70s had eight, a wee bit of magic coming back. 80s is also, I think, in, league, in the second division. Yeah, and then Nine 90s was out. the magic back. So it's basically 10 years on, yeah. 10 years off, isn't it? And this is the thing I think when people call like, um, I don't know, Chelsea a, a plastic club and I'm kind of going off track here, but... Again, it's, it's something significant to me that um, people call Chelsea a plastic club, but the people who support the club, they don't control who buys the club. They don't no. control where the money comes from. Exactly. So, yeah. That's I like think... dare them to come call Chelsea a plastic club in my face. <laughs> I get the password for the Twitter account and then I'm after you as well. Yeah, there's a joke. <laughs> we had a few. Actually, a lot of people saying buy Leverkusen in their plastic club. Mm. But we can do an episode. I know, well, I got their addresses as Our well. Our favourite plastic clubs. Yeah, man, um, there's nothing plastic about them. I will fight people. <laughs> Passion. passion anyway sorry let's go back there let's um turn no, this ship around. i mean that's kind of me done so yeah it's a really iconic moment of course watching the game with my friends but also knowing that my my granddad was there did as you well. phone your granddad at the, at the final i don't think so no I don't the think day so. after when do you see him since then i suppose you went the phone in 2012 because it would have been the kind of thing where like you wouldn't have got any signal on your phone yeah it, you know the way like what the new year's eve is the same thing back I think then he, he, i think he texted um my mum but I, yeah, yeah. it was a long, a long time ago now. But I remember him saying like he, he loved, he loved Germany. He loved like being with the German people, of course, yeah. the German beer. You know, apparently yeah. all the Germans were like super gracious after us as well. They're having like drinks together. Usually are to be fair, yeah. yeah. I think um, we've seen that as well. So yeah, that was that's my, a great my, one. My iconic moment. It's um, nice that you can tie up an iconic moment with a personal touch to it yeah. as well. Because yeah. yeah, that's something I want to talk about as well. Is like why these moments are so iconic to us. Yeah, I, um, think, I think that's a really good. There's, there's a lot of different reasons why we love football and why we get so attached to these things. Personal part is definitely one of them. Yeah, if not the most. Like I don't I know about so you, too. but the stories I got from friends, a lot of them are incredibly. They have that personal touch, and more often than not, they are personal things. Yeah, without that personal attachment, I don't think the bee is good. No, I, I did not agree. understand the assignment on this one. Um, <laughs> no, but, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But speaking of the people who sent stuff in, right? Well, you've got some, haven't you? Should we dive into them? Yeah, go. So I think so, and then you can dive into yours. So go ahead. Yeah, we'll. we'll I have. We have three each. I think. So we'll try yeah. and skip through these. We can make a yeah. few comments. Keep it. Yeah, not go on too much. Um, but yeah, I'll start with one really quickly. So this go is ahead. sent in by my my friend Tyler. Um, who's a Liverpool fan uh-huh. and I think um, yeah being a Liverpool fan you might assume he's chose the Istanbul one 
Um, yeah, but he I chose guess. a different moment. He got the Liverpool versus Barcelona comeback in 2019. Oh, so I'm going gonna... to read his words. Um, I think I did a mixture of third person and first person for this one, but it's okay. So Liverpool were 3-0 down and everyone had written them off with little chance of getting back into the game, especially against the best team in the world at the time with the best player of all time. Messi, obviously, it's not Ronaldo. He mentions that in the back of his mind, he had a feeling, maybe because of Istanbul 2005, but this is a feeling he shared with many Liverpool fans that they could get back into the game. He was also frustrated by Suarez celebrating his goal in the first leg, a bit of added spice to the mm. occasion. Um, so he said he's watching the game at House Party at University, watching the first oh. half on his phone. Oh. When Liverpool were one nil up, he said to his friend, like, we need you to get need to, to a club, to a club ASAP. Yeah. There's, there's something happening here. Yeah. Um, so he said, yeah, he walked past a few bars, but all were pretty packed. Um, mm. He was in university in, in, I can't remember where he was, but it wasn't Liverpool, but still like yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, so he watched outside for five minutes and the second goal went in and they kept walking. They managed to find a pub and by this time it was 3-3. Free, free. <laughs> um, and they finished the game there and of course after that. So they did find a pub the rest three, is history. 3-3. Three. 3-3 three, three. and of course oh. he saw that last goal from, was it Origi, I think? It was, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, Alexander-Arnold yeah. on a corner. Cheeky rat, yeah. Yeah. Man, that was a great find. Really... I, can, I can feel the anxiety of that yeah. as well, walking down the street knowing that something big is about to happen you can't get a pub. Yeah, really. <laughs> Man, that breaks my heart. Yeah. I remember watching that match. I watched that match in Cologne, actually. Yeah. I played five-a-side for the first time. I just moved to Cologne. Mm, and yeah. I injured my knee and couldn't walk. And I had to get friends to carry me out of Joe Champ's American bar as I was watching the game. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's not, it's a much less romantic moment than he had. That's a good one to pick. All right. So which one have you got then? Well, yeah. I haven't went as in detail on you, but I just texted That's a couple right. of my mates. Uh, so I have a group with my friends Luca and Rodrigo so I'm going to I'll go with Luca first because he was the first to reply okay you've met Luca haven't you yeah yes I have. yeah yeah well we were at the Roma game as well yes, together the Leverkusen Roma game well yeah. that kind of ties into it a little bit as well because so Luca yeah his favorite thing was just generally the 2006 World Cup because his dad was Italian okay so his dad was Italian they'd moved to America then they lived in Paris that's where I met him okay. and it was one of the very few ways I could I think Luca by his own admission wouldn't be a huge football fan okay. but he is when Italy are playing because it was one of the few things him and his dad could watch together and the particular moment he picked out which I'm surprised at because I would have thought it'd be winning the World Cup in 2006 but he said it was actually the 2006 semi-final wasn't it yeah so one moment in particular emerges when Italy faced the host Germany intense match for the semi-finals deep in extra time Fabio Grosso scored a curled wonder ball into the net um, which I actually remember Pilo assisted yeah, um, I, remember, I remember that goal really well. Like, oh. I think Grosso was celebrating, crying, and it was incredible. Line. Oh man, and that World Cup had some great goals as well. Did Fabio Grosso not score another screamer in the first game? Or am I making that up? I can't remember. Uh, I remember Torsten Frings scored a screamer for Germany. That's right, Philip Lamb banged him one as well. Yeah, didn't he? he did. Yeah, um, that was with that weird ball as well. Yeah, I'm very jealous of the people who can send in their best national team moments because, as <laughs> as England fans, we definitely can't do that. I have some good moments with England, but they're not positive. But they're no. good stories. Course, but yeah, so Luca gave me that story. Um, yeah. And then I suppose he wouldn't mind me saying, like, I've asked everyone if they're okay with being named on this podcast yep. as well. Um, and they are. No, they're not. But they're getting it. I know. Um. But Luca was the same then when he got to come over to watch Roma live last year as well. That was his dad's team as well. His dad okay. passed away a couple of years okay. ago. So Luca gets to go to the odd game here and there. And it's nice to know you still have that connection to someone who's yeah. gone just purely through football. Course, yeah. Purely through football. So yeah. I think it's a really good one. I'm That's... surprised he didn't pick the final, but there you go. It shows how much more important it was. It doesn't yeah, really matter I mean, about the occasion. It's about the personal attachment. Exactly. You bring well, to what we really remember from that moment. But yeah, that's a really nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Nice. So let's get your next one then. That's a really good one. Um, so yeah, yeah that my, was a good one. my next one is sent in from my friend Kieran. I think you know him. I do. Yeah. You know, you know what team he supports? I do I can't remember? It's Leicester City. Oh, the poor guy. Well, I wonder what he's picked. <laughs> yeah, the 2006 Leicester miracle season. 2016. 2016, apologies. 2006, you, yeah. we won the league. You got your back here. Wasn't much of a miracle back then. We got relegated. <laughs> no, true. Um, but they had the Walker sponsor, so pretty iconic. Oh, yeah, Muzzy is a player as well. But anyway, anyway let's not derail. <laughs> so, yeah, so he said, one of the most unbelievable moments of my life. I was in a bar called Roundabout in Plymouth with a few lads watching Chelsea versus Spurs wearing my Leicester shirt. Oh, Just right. for a few contexts, yeah. I was also there. Um, you were at that? Yeah, with we, him? we went to university in Plymouth. Ah, I, mean, I, mean, I don't. Okay. I remember being in the bar and the following events which I'll touch on but I don't yeah. remember the, the game too well um, yeah I was also there because it's a university town but yeah let's go back to Kieran yeah. now um, so he said yeah watching that curling goal from Hazard was unreal and he said he, I knew it was the goal to seal the deal and complete the impossible uh, we went out we went out that night in Plymouth and spotted a surprising amount of Leicester fans all of their shirts on around the cities and clubs bars yeah. of course they were all drinking the blue WKDs for Jamie Vardy um, I said, yeah, to add to this oh, moment, massive. even to this day, Leicester went from an unknown town to a worldwide popularity. And it's been so nice to see the growth um, of the city and having people know us yeah. worldwide. Uh, yeah, since then, the city has been on an upwards trajectory since a 5,000 to 1 win. 5,000 to 1. 5,000 to 1 so win. So if you put a quid on Leicester, you would have got 5,000. Oh, I, think, I think the odds are much shorter these days. See, that one in particular, because like, you would never assume that would happen. Being Chelsea fans, okay, when the money came in, you could have seen success. I think it was yep. more surprised the money came in, but that is a genuine yeah, miracle. That is, is crazy. But I, I really remember that moment really well. Like even being, I, like, I don't actually remember Hazard's goal going in but I can imagine like whole... that was the battle of the bridge though wasn't it yeah, that game that was, was all the red cards and it was like 4-4 yeah. four, four or something finish, I, think I, think I, I don't think there was any red cards was the crazy thing oh, was the but there should have been about yeah. 6 no it was 2-2 two, two. do you think it takes the edge off a little bit when you win a trophy because of another result and it's not in your own hands or you think you just don't give a shit at that point I think I think maybe it could, I think for Leicester no like you wouldn't care when no. you at that point you're just like yeah no. we'll take it and at the end of the day like it was a pretty iconic goal yeah, yeah. well it was for yeah 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 because um, it basically stopped Spurs from winning it as well for us so that exactly true so it was like double double meaningful um, so yeah that that was Kieran's again a really oh, an iconic moment fan, yeah. I think that's definitely to say it's a football moment that changed changed their lives yeah I think that yeah this yeah. was, this was Really yeah, I don't even I don't even know any Leicester fans. I can't even imagine how that felt. There's a couple of us. The Leicester There's, one's unbelievable. Um, one of our other friends as well. He was also a Leicester fan, so we are watching it. Um, but yeah, I can't even imagine what that would feel. Well, no. I can. We'll see what happens at the end of this year when Labour goes and win a trophy. True. But let's see. That's the only let's comparable see. one I have. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Okay. All right. What have you got? I'm back to my group. I went to Rodrigo. Which okay. I've yeah. I should have typed this out because I've screenshotted these and there's bits where I have to censor what I'm about to say. Rodrigo knows that he's done that on purpose. So I'm gonna be very careful what I say all here. Right. So he has two. But first of all, I should give background on Rodrigo because that's what makes the story. You've have you met Rodrigo? Yes, I have. Yeah. Rodrigo's a very odd fella. Okay. Yep. You won't mind me saying that. So his name is Rodrigo, and he's gonna be talking about a Rangers match and a Northern Ireland match. And you think okay. how many lads are there in Northern Ireland? Who support or who are called Rodrigo? None. Rodrigo <laughs> is born and bred in Buenos Aires or Buenos Aires. Never lived in Northern Ireland. Just moved. He's lived all over the world. He left uh, Argentina when he was eighteen. Loves football. He's a Boca fan back home. He's moved around, and for some reason, he just settled on Rangers and Northern Ireland. 
and that's uh, his team. Now, when I say he supports Rangers, he follows them across Europe, everywhere. <laughs> he speaks English with a perfect Northern Irish accent. He speaks 17 languages. 17. Um, yeah, perfectly. <laughs> but for some reason, out of all these possible cultures, languages and football teams, he's went to Northern Ireland and Rangers. <laughs> Which honestly, even Culture. I don't want to support Northern Ireland, but I have to. Culture. So if I could choose, I'd much rather be Argentinian than support Northern Ireland. But I'm stuck with Did it. Did he celebrate he the Argentinian win? Oh, he doesn't like the Argentina football He's team. Not, no. no, okay. No, I think it's something to do with yeah. A lot of the North, or the Argentinian team, a lot of them come from the north of Argentina, which okay. there's a bit of a divide there. Okay. I'm not going to pretend to know anything about Argentinian yeah, let's politics. Go, let's not go Argentinian politics. Know, yeah. I'm on Rodrigo's side. But tell one. us about his moment. Um, so his moment, he has two, which, yeah, he couldn't decide on them. His first one was Rangers, when it was John Lundstrom scored the third goal against Leipzig in the Europa League semi-final at home. Now, he didn't give the year, but what is that? That's the year before last. Because mm-hmm. they got to the final, and then they lost the final to Frankfurt that year. So third goal, they had scored not that long ago. So Leipzig had scored not that long ago. They were looking quick and full of energy. They looked knackered. Poor cross basically goes towards the Leipzig keeper. Falls to Lundstrom, he slams it down the middle, keeper was bit beaten. He got lifted in the air by a person from Glasgow, I'll say I'm going to leave that next word out. Okay. And he said he admits that he had a little tear in his eye. And he said it was the happiest moment of his life. But he did say for Northern Ireland, we went together, actually the three of us went together to Northern Ireland against the Netherlands in a qualifier a couple of years I ago. I was going to say Northern Ireland Kazakhstan. Oh, no, I did go to Northern Ireland Kazakhstan. <laughs> that was not my football. It might have changed my life because watching your team get beat one of them to Kazakhstan does put a bit of perspective on yeah. things. No, we went, me, Rodrigo and Luca went to Feyenoord Stadium okay. for Northern Ireland against Holland, nice. European qualifier. If we had won that game, we would have had a genuine chance of qualifying. I think it was a World Cup qualifier. It was either one. Okay. It was really looking good for us that year. So this was post Euro 2016 when we still got the high from qualifying for the competition. Yep. We went there. There was a screw up with the tickets. So basically all the Northern Ireland fans got put around the stadium by accident. Okay. Then the IFA contacted everybody because the Dutch had realised they made a mistake because they looked on everyone's tickets and saw the addresses as Northern Ireland addresses. So they contacted everyone to replace the tickets. But who did they forget? us three because okay. we all had Paris addresses so they ah. thought we were actually Dutch fans so okay. we were stuck in the Dutch end like the only we, three we fans really sat together. yeah okay. well we didn't sit down then we had to stand up because we were too afraid to go and sit down because they were really they were looking quite angry at us so we stood right at the barrier because we were too afraid to sit down the Northern Ireland got beat 3-1 okay but for about five minutes we were 1-0 up George McGuinness scored best five minutes of my life and Rodrigo oh man I remember I lost my burger I got a brand new burger just for it and you had to have these tokens and then I threw my burger in the air and it was raging and I actually picked it up to go eat it again but it was covered in beer. Okay. It was a very nice burger. I got one bite out of it. <laughs> so that was one of the best moments and Rodrigo had put that one in as well. We had a great time with that. We talked, because I brought up this conversation with the lads the other day, we got into a whole conversation about where we went after that and the night out we had we yeah. met some Feyenoord fans and we were going out with them and I feel like the, the part after the game is always, always like the best. A memory as well. Oh, we, man. Like, yeah, the game itself is great but yeah. That was yeah. that was cool. So that's Rodrigo's two ones, which again, just because I needed to get round to mentioning Rodrigo, he wanted me to try and say his second name, which he's been my, one of my best friends for the last eight years, and I still can't say his no. name. But I think it's Liforena. Okay. So anyway, I just had to find a way to talk about a Buenos Aires born yeah. Argentinian. We have, we have to get him on the loves, pod one day. Oh, well, it'll be difficult. You have to censor a lot of like fifty percent of what <laughs> that's he your says. job. So uh... oh, 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 yeah, Rodrigo's not coming on this podcast. Nah, he <laughs> might. We'll see. We're feeling nice, but that's it. All right, that's all I've got. Nice. For those two. All right, so yeah, I've got I've got one more, um, and the last one's quite unique actually. Mm. So it's from my friend Tiago, who is Portuguese uh-huh. and a Porto fan. 
who's had, let's say, probably a lot of football success being a Portuguese fan and a Porto fan. Certainly so obviously, recently, yeah. Yeah, they won the Euro 2016. Porto won the, the Champions League in 2004. Yeah. UEFA Cup in the 2003. Euphoria. So he did send me in a few, but I've chosen one. And the one I've chosen was his first time playing in a big stadium. Oh. So, so it was sometime around 2005, 2006, I played for the first time in a big stadium in front of a lot of people. I was playing for one of Porto's satellite teams. Wow. I think it means like a youth team or yeah, like a, a yeah. feeder team or something. Exactly, yeah. And we played a friendly game against a second division team. I was just 16 and everyone was older than me. I was in the starting lineup, number 10. Number 10 is a good number. That is a good number, really yeah. good number. I remember entering the stadium from the changing rooms and I was just in utter shock. Um, the atmosphere, although not the same as the first division game, was still super intense. It was loud, really loud. Um, for a moment, I was just in a trance. Then when the whistle went, my legs were shaking. It took me a good five minutes to settle. But then once I did, I could really start playing and it was one of the best experiences of my life. That's a great one because yeah. we haven't had anyone talk about playing yeah. football. He was, um, yeah, I played him a few times. He's still really good, but yeah, he's... So you played to in, in, injuries. Ah, okay. Yeah, so you played to at least a semi-professional, professional. Yeah, level? yeah. So yeah, I think I can't remember when he stopped, but yeah, he was playing for for Porto for, for in, at least in the youth academies, and then that's great. Yeah, so really, really cool moment. Um, that's a good one. Oh man, yeah. I never even thought of trying to find someone who played football. Yeah, I can't think of too many actually. I don't think I have many friends that play professional football. Um, to be honest. But um, <laughs> I had a conversation recently when I was back home with a friend because I was watching the Arctic Monkeys and I met him in a pub in Belfast. Okay. And I was saying about how, how he played football for a while and his team, Balmakash Rangers, are now up to the third division in Northern okay. Ireland, which is a big step up for them. Yeah, not bad. And he was like, yeah, mate, I know. They uh, started paying me at the end. I went, really? They were paying? He went, yeah, 15 quid a game. One five. Fifteen. Aye. Okay. And we brought on the pass it around to the players afterwards, and he felt like a millionaire man. <laughs> and I love that. I mean, it's it's quite cool though. It is getting it's paid really to play cool. football, even if it's fifteen quid. I'd be yeah. delighted. But do they get petrol paid as well, or no, they go like no. a team? Thank God, just about cover the petrol. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, I've got a few dodgy stories about Northern Irish football, but we'll save that for another episode. That's another topic. Um, but yeah, do you have Good any stories. more? Or do you want to go into your your moment? Yeah, well, I only have quickly just Oshin's moment to share. Um, which I just thought about when I was talking to him earlier. Oshin did lived in Dortmund and he must have lived there about the same time you did. Okay, it was about 2016, nice. 2017 okay, he was nice. talking about there. But he was basically saying the story of how obviously getting a Dortmund ticket, it's you wouldn't get one for a lot more money. Not that I've had any yeah. interest in going to watch Dortmund. But anyway, he I went to, to one go. game and it was really difficult to get to. Yeah, it's apparently impossible. Yeah, and it's just a cup game. <laughs> yeah, even still cup sold games, out yeah. 80,000 people. It's the waiting list now are crazy. It's yeah. yeah. Um, he got a ticket to Dortmund Schalke, the Damn. big derby, yeah. yeah. And he got it purely because he lived in the area and he was telling me he went down to the stadium just to soak in the atmosphere. And some lad came up to him, went, do you want to buy a ticket for 120 quid? And Oshin was like, this is definitely a scam, but I don't care. <laughs> it's going to cost me 120 quid to find out if this is a scam or not. So he ran to an ATM, took out 120 quid, rent straight to the guy, gave him it, got into the stadium. Damn, and that nice. was it. And he got to see Dortmund Schalke live. And then another time he went to see Schalke at Gelsenkirchen on his own. And two lads just found him and they were speaking German to him and they could hear from his accent he wasn't German. And that, right, that's it. Have you ever been to Gelsenkirchen before? No. And they took him on an entire city tour, took him to the game, told him the whole history of the club and then that's it, just walked off into the night. Never saw him again. Never took any contact details, just disappeared. Wow. And I thought, now that's very football as well. That's really cool because though. Because you wouldn't do that anywhere else. We just go, no, we're just going to bond instantly over this thing. We're automatically going to assume we're on the same page with everything. We're going to be best mates. Just, and then... Oh, where you go. 
You wouldn't do that with any other walk in life. Maybe, no. I think the only comparison might be live music. Maybe with live music, yeah. you might bond if someone was going to the same gig as you. But, but I think it's quite unique to football because obviously football fans can sometimes go a different direction. Like, but I think, le- I think less so in Germany, maybe. German fans are usually typically quite open. They are quite well behaved, yeah. I think. Yeah, it depends on the team, certainly. Yeah. But. And as long as you show respects. Yeah, you speak yeah. a bit of German and yeah. Um, yeah, so nice. I think that was a nice moment. So, That's really cool. Yeah, should we get round to my moment then? Yeah, let's see. We'll, it up. Let's see. Just, just don't, right. don't, okay. explain the gonna, okay. don't explain the direction you're going. Just tell, tell us yours. Okay, then. well, I, I was picking between two. I was picking between a couple. But I'm going to go with the 2012 Champions League final as well. Okay. Okay. A couple of reasons. Um, obviously, I'm not going to the football background. We don't need to go into that. We've talked about that. Yeah. But I was living in Cardiff at the time and I just moved to Cardiff, I think. Yeah, I was only. 19 at that time of the okay. final so i just moved there more or less i didn't really have any mates or anything and i was skint i was a student and i decided i need to go to london to watch this i can't get to munich can't get a ticket but i'll go to london i'll find okay. a pub somewhere around the chelsea area because i have no chelsea mates growing up in northern ireland you have no chelsea mates so if i'm not watching some of my own so i went down to london ulster were playing in the european cup final in rugby that day so I thought I'll drag a few mates who don't even like football to a bar down Fulham Broadway. You had to go in nine hours before to even get a standing spot in this bar. Standing spot. Yeah, to get a standing spot. The place was packed. So stand for nine hours. Yeah, nine hours straight. Yeah, with one rugby game, and then we sent someone out for a couple of donuts, a couple of jam donuts halfway through. That's not a euphemism, by the way. That's what we actually did. And then they came back in, watched the game. Uh, the whole game's a little bit blurry. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, bit un- blurry. understandable. I remember the goal. I remember the penalty. And I've watched videos back of it since. But I remember as the winning penalty went in, I couldn't watch it, obviously. So um, I turned my back away. And as I went in, this huge big lad grabbed me and just like threw me up in the air and gave me a big squeeze. And I was a big boy back then. I was a bigger boy. It wasn't easy to lift me, put it that way. And I remember going, oh man, this is it. I'm not feeling good. And I remember because at the time I was maybe having me on a little cigarette and they okay. were telling me the smoking area was out the back. You couldn't go out the front door. Okay. If you went out the front door, that's it. You're not getting back in. Oh, really? But the front door was handiest to me. And I was like, man, I cannot throw up in front of 300 wild Chelsea fans. Yeah. So I ran out. I swear, I swear this is a true story. I ran out to the street and then as I was running out, the BBC were there or it was either BBC or Sky it was one of them you know, because like, it was obviously night <laughs> the camera was there and there was an interviewer and they asked me as I ran out of the bar like oh what do you think of the match <laughs> blah 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 and I threw up on live television Is threw it... up I have not found the video yet no. I have looked man the amount of times I go oh, into Google and no. search Chelsea fan gets too excited Chelsea fan has too much to drink Chelsea fan celebrates too I can't find it but, but was, I remember it, it, throwing was li- up. it was live TV it was yeah because then she was trying to like cut it and stuff and I remember throwing up and just giving them the peace sign and going Chelsea <laughs> and that was it I was oh wearing the long my. sleeve version of the top as well this? I was looking at that story no. man that I'm, was I'm glad you saved it for the podcast one of my that's really good. best stories yeah and then after that I tried to get back into the bar obviously they're like mate you've just thrown up on live TV in front of the bouncer you're obviously not getting back into the bouncer man oh, I don't man. care I don't care Chelsea won the Champions League I don't know how they did it we're going out partying and then yeah. I think I actually had my phone stolen that night as well okay yeah so, so it was a more oh, successful night yeah I, I, yeah it was a very occasional night or yeah a very special night yeah. so I think I had my phone stolen I stayed at a friend's house God bless him Richard he's not listening to this because he is not a football fan in the slightest he's a musician classical musician he's the only guy I knew in London at the time Okay. he stood for nine hours by my side bless him he hates football it's rugby wow. nine hours and he watched me throw up <laughs> and he watched me make a disgrace of myself nice. and he listened to me the whole way on the bus home actually I remember on the bus home as well last bit of the story remember on the bus home I got a kebab with chilli and garlic sauce on it because you oh, couldn't get that yeah okay yeah because my stomach was empty man I needed to yeah, replenish sure. 
and you couldn't get that in Northern Ireland at the time Chilean garlic sauce was a very English thing and then as I was walking down I dropped it in someone on the night bus going to Lambeth and I thought I was going to get shanked but I wasn't I was fine <laughs> he just looked at me as with a bit of pity because we're still in the wrappers so it didn't fall out okay. just a wee bit of sauce came out and I, like, I think he looked at me and went okay he's, this guy's <laughs> yeah, yeah leave him alone I'm so sorry drop drop and then we went you know? I slept I was intending to go to the victory parade the next day but no couldn't chance. walk couldn't no, couldn't wake up. So that, yeah, it didn't have the personal touch. No, um, but but it did. Saying that, I do remember ringing everybody after that. Or trying to ring. I got through to my dad. I remember. Yeah. But I couldn't get through to anyone else. It was like okay. New Year's Eve, and I had yeah. the same experience for the 2021 Champions League final when we won. I was, I think, I rang you as well. Yes. I rang yeah, everybody. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. It was the only time I would do that. But I love. Yeah. If you're going to be sharing, apart from the sharing other fans, yeah. with people, you have to yeah. share in some kind of way. I think as well, the Champions League final in 2021, there was a curfew in Germany as well. Yeah. So you oh, couldn't I even know. go out and celebrate. Like, Where did you watch it? I was uh, at home with, uh, with Christina. Just, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but nice. Yeah. The that's 2021 really cool. one, actually, I went to Paris for that. Same idea. I was like, yeah. I'm not watching this on my own. Yeah. I went to Paris. It was locked down. Oh, we had a party. Yeah. But this is one thing we need to ask now from our, our, our fans. Yeah. If anyone finds this video of Gareth, oh my god, please! Genuinely, get, I would be so happy if you we'll, did. We'll come up with it some. It definitely sort of, went live, and they cut it off at some point because I saw the woman like giving it that, and everyone was cheering, and everyone. Did I, they say anything to you afterwards? No, because I just didn't meet the Mav. I can't remember. No, I remember the cam. I remember how oh, bright man. the light was, and I remember she had blonde hair. The woman doing okay. the interview, and that's and it was outside the. You all know the bar, so if you're walking. Come out of Fulham Broadway Station, you turn right, you go left to Sanford Bridge, you yeah. go right out there, oh. and there's a bar on the right, a huge, it used to be called the Broadway Bar, I think, I think it's changed I, now. I have no idea. Huge big pub anyway. Is it past the shopping centre? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's All past right. shopping centre. Um, oh man, it's got a, it used to be an Irish pub, it wasn't at that time either, but anyway, it was in that pub. Okay. It's one of the pubs, if you Google, like, reaction to drug the penalty in London, it's one of those pubs, ah, okay, which I can't nice. find myself in either, which I'm starting to wonder, was I even there at all? But... <laughs> there's no just, view just a dream. Being there. it was just a dream um, but, yeah if anyone nice. does find out then please please, please send it across please. if not I promise if Labour goes and win the Bundesliga this year I will throw up on live television for you all sounds good there we, are. <laughs> there we go that's commitment to the, the Leverkusen win um, but yeah nice that was a, a really really cool moment um, I think yeah. as well everyone, all the moments everyone shared as well also super interesting super special and have I mean, you thought of a way to kind of tie this together is there a lesson to be learned from all this? Football is just amazing. That's it. There we are. There we go. Like it's got everything for you. Not every episode needs to have have, have a meaningful ending. You True. know, like this is just a nice. It's like I said, this is our tenth episode. You can almost it's call just, it like yeah. the the end of end of a season. You know, like yeah. we've got to ten episode. We're going to come back fresh in two thousand twenty four. We have we lots are. of new exciting ideas for podcasts content. Yeah. yeah. Um, going to Leverkusen games like we've got like yeah the match day videos out business end of the season now as well of course and of course after that in the summer we've got the Euros in Germany Um, oh my England are playing here as well which I think we need to hey so if anyone wants to you know get some English people living in Cologne doing football content any sort of sponsors want to get our opinions or let us into the stadium yeah true Mm. I can talk about that actually say I did do an interview for BBC Sport ah your boy did an interview for BBC Sport. There we go. That was because of the Bayern Leverkusen UK fan club. Okay, it wasn't me. They pulled that one in. But, but it's still the, really the producer cool. of BBC Sport officially watched this podcast. So it's true. It's good enough for him. It's good enough for you guys. It's very true. And we yeah, we'll be coming back in the new year with lots of yeah, 
Lots everything, of good stuff. Everything. everything. And yeah, hopefully it'll be improved. It's nice to see as well that the pod... It's not just a podcast anymore. It's just... It's a thing. Yeah. What about our football game thing? Can we talk about that? When's that coming out? Um, we haven't announced that we did yeah. that, have we? No, but... But that will be coming out. We can that tell should people. be coming out soon yeah. at some point, yeah. Yeah, so we did the football game code. We did an online quiz with yeah. a couple of other football teams. And spoiler alert, not bad. Here. Pretty good. Not pretty bad, good. Very good fun. Yeah, and, and I'm not just a pretty face either. There's a couple of rounds where I pulled my own weight <laughs> as did. well. He did. He uh, pulled the rabbit out of the hat so, a few times. You got that to look forward to. We and also take a look at their game. Really cool. It is, well. yeah. Football game. Really but cool. you guys, actually, if you're looking for a Christmas present, that is the one to get. I think they're actually sold out now. On. Oh, then. Which Sorry, guys, very, you're too which late. Is, <laughs> very, which is very good for them, though. We can get it in January, then. Get really, it for next really nice guys, and they the, are. the game is super cool. Yes, um, we've got some exciting things yeah. coming up. Um, social media is going great. Yes. There might be some collaborations. There may or may not be some collaborations with other content creators or podcasts mm. or things like that. But we'll not let the bag cut out of the bag just yet. No, we'll keep our options open. But I'll wet your appetite with it. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. That was Me a lot too. more fun so, than I thought it was going to be. Football moments that changed our lives. Football moments that ruined our lives oh yeah a bit of everything well um, here's the hope when we get another one this year I'm hoping yeah. for a big moment it's, it's been a while since I've had a big moment in football yeah the last big moment I suppose was the heartbreak of the Euro final yeah that was just after the Champions League that final. was hard to take so um, yeah I'm, I think I'm due a good moment now I think so too like a big one so, so it could be Chelsea winning the cup Leverkusen winning the league and England winning the Euros the perfect if that happens man oh I will call the BBC up to watch them I will get them to come over just to film me throwing up (laughs) if my producer is listening now (laughs) oh man right Um, but yeah good to be back and yeah thanks again for your support when are we putting this out are we putting this out before Christmas yeah I think in the next week okay well then have a great Christmas everybody there we are enjoy the box we might have some mini episodes coming out over Christmas oh we will yeah we'll have something for them but you can look forward to that over the Christmas and New Year periods and then like I said we'll be back fresh with new ideas raring to go for the new the new year of the England beating podcast yeah onwards and upwards here of course always right guys well then is that it is there anything else to get out of the way here no no, I think we cut everything. Super. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the stories. Let us know as well in, you, in the know. comments. Oh, yeah, actually, I have to say before we go, guys, if you're listening, wherever you, if you're still listening, thank you. Wherever you're listening to it, like it, please subscribe, leave a comment, share with your friends. Like I know that sounds so bad to tell people you're sick of hearing it. I'm sure, but the reason we're saying it is because it genuinely helps with the algorithm. It, it makes a difference. We don't want it yeah. to, like we don't charge money or anything. Obviously, all our content is free, and we don't we don't, we keep it free. So one way you can really support the podcast without having to spend any money is read it like it and subscribe that's yep. it it costs nothing and Easy. it's hugely appreciated and a little comment every now and then also it really helps. does yeah it keeps the algorithm on our side because yep. we're in a never ending battle with this the algorithm. algorithm is a pain in the yeah in the, the proverbial cool, in the cooler yeah it, so that, it is yeah. yeah he paid for Middlesbrough didn't he <laughs> <laughs> right anyway we have to get out of here alright uh, cheerio guys ciao guys see you soon